Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here today, and I actually recorded this podcast episode about a week ago to have it ready to go for the last podcast of the year, but I honestly forgot a few things I really wanted to touch on. I thought about it afterwards, and then I just woke up today and I was feeling super inspired and excited to talk about manifesting and law of attraction, and I think right now this time between Christmas and New Year's can sometimes be like a weird lull time where you don't really know what to do with yourself but I'm just feeling super inspired to like clean up my closet and clean my house and purge things I don't need and journal and you know really focus on what I want and what I see for 2021. So I'm super excited to talk about that today. I'm going to share a little bit about what I've manifested in the past. I'll share a few little stories connected to them because some of them are just like like crazy stories that you're just like how could that have even happened or just super random Um, but somehow it all worked out so I want to share a few of those things and then I'm going to go into how you can incorporate more law of attraction more mindfulness um, more manifesting how you can add easy simple habits throughout your day that are a lot of them are I think they're all free like literally they're all free things that you can just start doing today and start doing every single day to start attracting what you want and being really intentional and really clear with what you want so I'm going to share what I've done to do all of that and I'm going to share what I've manifested because I had a few people ask about manifesting and it's really funny because if you've been following me for a while now I think my account will be four years old in March-ish, March or April. So back at the beginning, I actually, I focused a lot about spirituality. I was always talking about crystals and manifesting and law of attraction and um, self-help and spiritual stuff. And I do touch on that a little bit, but I think I really strayed from it because that was, I think, when I first started school. And when I started to finish school and, you know, be like, okay, I have to actually make this a go of this. I have to actually make money now. Um, I was like, okay, I don't think people are going to want to buy all this woo-woo stuff. And I need to be like a nutritionist. I need to, you know, stick to that. And I can't talk about spirituality and manifesting and law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. But it is a really huge part of my life. And it's been a huge, I think, a huge tool and a huge reason why I am where I am today and how I've gotten through so many hard things and how I've been able to heal my body and my mind and and be in a really good spot despite a lot of shitty things that have happened in the past. So I am coming back around to it and I've been sharing it more on Instagram. I've been sharing it a little bit more in my membership site and just with everything I've been doing with clients too. And a lot of people are loving it. I think because mindset and self-love and spirituality and all of that really has a huge part of our health and our healing and it has a huge part of our physical health that we don't really realize. So I'm super excited to be implementing that more with clients. I'm really shifting my practice from strictly nutrition and physical things to um, more journaling and mindset, self-love, manifesting, setting intentions, all that kind of stuff. I did a really fun little self-love accountability group challenge in my membership site, the GB Collective, and it went over really well and everyone loved it. 
we did a mixture of like adding in bitters and chlorophyll and lemon water and you know adding in mindful habits around meals but we also talked about things like letting go of your story um, letting go of things that you've been telling yourself journaling uh, shifting your mindset around food and labeling foods and reparenting and all that really cool stuff that has a huge part of our physical health that I've really realized after working with countless women the last uh, two and a half, three years in practice, I've really realized that this is the missing piece of the puzzle that a lot of people need. So I will stop ranting and, and going off a tangent there, but essentially it's a huge part of our health and I think I'm going to really be focusing more on this and I'm excited to talk about it more because it really lights me up and I'm really excited to chat about it. So anyways, uh, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and have a Happy New Year. I'm going to be posting this podcast just in between Christmas and New Year. So I hope you're enjoying the holidays, making the best of it. We had a really great holiday this year. It was our first Christmas in Collingwood. Uh, my parents, my sister and my Nana, who lives alone, um, were able to come and it was she's 84. So it was just so nice to have her there with us because she lives alone now. So it's nice that she could spend it with us. And we had a really good time. We didn't do anything crazy. We were just at home. But um, it was just nice to be together. So I hope that you could all make the best of this year. I know it's a tough year and some people couldn't be with their families this year, but um, I hope that you can make the best of it and you took time for yourself this holiday. So anyways, I'm going to talk about what I have manifested over the years. Now, I've been doing vision boarding and I've been on Pinterest, which I think Pinterest is like a form of vision boarding. And it's really weird because I'll go back on Pinterest and I'll be like, I literally manifested that unintentionally like I might have seen that photo a handful of times being on Pinterest like years ago or a year or two ago um and then I'll be like wow I have that like I just this literally just happened I just got into Pinterest this past week because I deleted all my social media except for Pinterest off my phone so I was like okay I'll go on Pinterest because it's kind of for me Pinterest is different because it's more of like inspiration I get ideas and I find it's like a vision boarding manifesting type of platform I love it so Anyways, I went on there and I was looking through old um, boards that I had and one of them was kitchen and I only had one photo in it and I looked at the photo and I was like, oh my goodness, this, the light in the kitchen in this photo was the exact light that we have in our dining room and it's wild to me too because it wasn't like I purposely went out and um, was seeking that light. It just happened that we live in a small town now, so Home Depot is pretty much one of our only choices for lighting. There's like home hardware and then there's a lighting store, but we pretty much go to Home Depot for everything. And it just happened that it was the light that was on sale. So it's so freaky, but it was literally the exact same light. And then I looked at the handles of this kitchen and it's the exact same handles that we chose. And we were actually going between a few different ones, but we went with that one. So it's kind of freaky when you go back and look at old vision boards or old Pinterest boards or whatever you've created and you see you've literally have what you once wanted or you've what you pinned or what you had on your board which is so freaky anyways that was just one that recently popped up that was super unintentional um but in the past I've manifested quite a few things and and sometimes you don't realize it at the time but looking back you're like wow this is freaky so this isn't all the stuff I've manifested these are some main ones that really stick out to me um so when I was living with my parents a few years ago, we lived, so we lived in Cambridge and we lived in Kitchener, that Kitchener is our current home, um, but we were living in Cambridge and my Nana lived with us very briefly, so we had to build another bedroom in our basement. We were living in a bungalow, so the basement was fully unfinished, it was quite large. Um, if you live in a bungalow, then you know it's a, they're usually big basements because your whole house is on one level. So my dad and my cousin Mark 
built us a bedroom and it was a really nice big bedroom um, but we, it was semi-finished most of the time that we were living there so um, it was a little dark and it was a little cold but it was okay we loved it and anyways we had a walk-in closet because I got to design this walk-in closet and the freaky part about this is that when I was little I would always dream or imagine or I would draw like blueprints of rooms and I would draw that part of the basement with like a walk-in closet and a bedroom and it literally came to fruition and it was just so freaky because I would literally just draw these blueprints and design these rooms with like the furniture and everything when I was younger and I would even design like my Ikea closet like a built-in I think it's called the PAX systems um and it had like all the drawers and I would go in and design like where the hang-up stuff was and like the pant hooks and little drawers and the inserts and all that kind of stuff um and we got it like we ended up getting that the PAX Ikea closet in the walk-in closet and it was like literally what I had manifested from a child I didn't even know I was doing it at the time um so it was just so crazy how that happened and that was something I didn't realize again until years later I was like oh my god I literally manifest that because I was just always drawing this room I was always imagining I was going on Ikea looking at all the the closet options so that was one of the first things I think I manifested Um, and then I manifested an iMac and that's actually the iMac I'm using right now Um, so this is super funny so my, my sister and I would just talk about again we were living at that same house in Cambridge and we were just like oh, it'd be so awesome if we had an iMac. It'd be so cool. We could go on and we could share it and use it for like school or work or whatever. Um, and we were just like, it would be so awesome to have an iMac. So we never had an iMac. And at the time, I don't think I even had a MacBook or anything. So Arthur was working at the source in Conestoga Mall in Waterloo at the time. And I guess a man, an old man came in with a cart uh, randomly in the mall. I think it was like a Target cart or something at the time. And... Um, he had two big iMacs just in the cart and so Arthur approaches him and he's like hey like you know what's up with your iMacs here why why are you pushing them around in the mall and he was like oh I went to the Apple store but in order to fix it we have to ship it all the way back to Apple or some warehouse or something like that and Arthur's like okay well what's wrong with them and he's I don't know one of them had some issue I'm not sure what it was but the one that we ended up getting um it had some weird black, like dark spots in the corner of the screen. So it kind of looked like something had hit it or something. You could still look at the screen, but it was just kind of the one corner was affected. And then there was something wrong with the motherboard or I don't know, something to do with the, how fast the computer ran or it wasn't running efficiently. So Arthur was like, I'll give you 300 bucks for it. Cause he was like, I could maybe like look at it cause he's built his own PCs and stuff. So he's like, maybe I can look at it or you know, get some help from somebody I know. So he was like, sure. So Arthur comes home. He's like, go look in the back of the car. I'm like, okay, weird. So I go out to the garage, look in the back of the car and there's an iMac in the back seat. And I was just like, are you kidding me? And I was like, how did you get this? And he told me the whole story. Anyways, we ended up finding out that this iMac, so this is actually the biggest iMac too. It's one of the really big ones. Um, It's a little bit obnoxious in size, but it's nice for like editing and doing that kind of stuff. So I I really like it. But anyways, turns out we, I don't know what he did, but he contacted Apple or looked stuff up and he found out that it was still covered under Apple Care. So I don't know what that old man had done, but he, Arthur's like, I can take it to the Apple store and I can get the screen fixed and whatever else was wrong with it. So we ended up getting essentially like a brand new, not a brand new, but it runs like new. Like it's literally perfect. Um, iMac that's worth thousands of dollars for $300 and at that point in my life and even now like 
to have an iMac that, that costs that much is just absurd. And I don't think I would have ever gotten one had I, we not gotten this deal. So it was just pretty wild, that whole situation. I still couldn't believe it. Um, so that I had manifested. Um, I manifested my trip to Europe. Um, so we actually had to make vision boards for um, school for when I was at IHN studying nutrition. One of the last classes was like a business class. Honestly, it was not a very helpful class, but they made us do vision boards and we had to present it in front of the class as if we had come back to IHN five years in the future and talked about what we had accomplished and done in our lives during those last five years after graduation. So I came up and I had, I actually have the photo on, I posted it to Instagram actually a few years ago. So on my vision board, I had basically what I wanted my practice to look like. So I was, I wanted to work with like pregnancy at that time. I thought I was going to niche in pregnancy and infant nutrition because I took a course and I really liked it. Um, but that didn't end up happening. I switched my niche of course, but, um, I had, so I had like pregnancy, I had nourished, I had online, make your passion, your paycheck, abundance, self-care, love. I had travel adventure. So I talked as if, okay, after I graduated, I ended up doing um, a bunch of trips to Europe and, um, got to see all kinds of stuff. And at that point, again, like when I was writing that, I did not have much money. I was working all through school, but I literally was just like paying everything at like my gas and food and all that kind of stuff and bills. So I didn't have like a ton of extra money saved coming out of school. Um, but I think it was the year after I finished, I finished school in October, 2017, I want to say. No, I finished school in like June of 2017 or 2018. Um, and then the next year I went to Europe, um, in a summer trip and I actually did not plan to go on that trip. It was my sister's trip with her friend. Um, but I ended up turning it into a trip with her and her friend. And then I ended up adding Arthur in. So I went in and met him and I traveled to meet him and we did our own trip afterwards. So it turned into this whole, I was gone for like three and a half weeks. So I planned all this. Like I just last minute decided to do it literally a month and a half or so before the trip before my sister was leaving. So that was not planned at all. Somehow it worked out. I actually ended up losing my job right before the trip as well. So that was a little bit stressful, but everything worked out and I had my trip to Europe um, last year, which was amazing. And I loved it. It was really, really fun. And I'm glad we went because this year was COVID and there was no way we're gonna be traveling for a little while. So that was amazing having talked as if I was going to do that when I finished school and then it ended up happening after I finished school. So it was super freaky, but that was on my vision board too. So I looked at it every single day and then just like random things. Like I have a photo of a girl laying on like this gray couch with like cozy blankets and stuff. And now we have our gray couch in our family room and it looks very similar. Um, I had a dog that looks just like Winnie laying on a carpet in front of a gray couch with like cozy blankets and pillows. And again, it looks like our living room and it's just so freaky because when I got Winnie too, like, it was the worst timing possible. I didn't have much money. I was just about to start my first full-time job after school. And yeah, I didn't have money. I didn't have a lot of stuff, but me and Arthur just were like, we need to get her. Like we just, we need to get her. And look, the dog in my, on my vision board looks exactly like her. It's just wild. So I also had photos of this like white office with a white desk and shelf and everything. And now I have that. We had furniture left here when we bought the condo and I painted the shelf and we added the Ikea white desk that I have. And it literally is like the perfect little setup in our guest bedroom. Um, I also manifested my dad's car. I actually had um, a Cayenne on my vision board with like a photo of the dash and the outside. And I didn't get that, but my dad did. So I don't know if that counts as manifesting, but um, 
my dad got that car and it looks the exact same as the interior of his car. I'm just trying to look at other things I had on my vision board just because I love to look back at it. I think it's so cool. Um, but yeah, so those were kind of the biggest things I can think of. And I also wanted to talk about how we manifested our home in Collingwood. So Collingwood has been a place that Arthur and I have loved. It's been like our special spot. We always would go to every single time we had a chance to get away ever since I think like 2016. We started dating in 2015, but I think our first trip to Collingwood and Blue Mountain was 2016. And since then, we've come multiple times a year. Um, any Every season, we love to come and it's just a space that we loved and that we enjoyed. So we stayed at multiple Airbnbs. We loved checking out all the different places in town. We love the downtown. We love the water. We love the mountains. We love everything about it. So I started to look at real estate in Collingwood all the time. I was always looking at properties. I was always checking out new businesses and shops and things like that that we could go to when we came up. We would come up and I would do like some work from our condo. And it's really funny because the street that we live on now, we've literally stayed down the street at a few different Airbnbs. Um, the year that we purchased the condo and the year before, which is just so freaky that had you told me like last summer or like even this spring in, I think we came in April. Yeah, we came in April just to get away because we had a flood at our house and we just wanted to escape. Um had you told me then that we would be living down the street a few months later, I wouldn't have believed you um, because this was this getting this condo was such a whirlwind and it was like everything had gone against us to when we were trying to get it. And it was just like one thing after another after another. It was really stressful. I had to get so many documents. Um, it was just crazy, the whole process. And, you know, it was tough. It, we were very, very lucky to get this condo um, this year. It just seemed like it was impossible, but I just kept the faith. Like I was like, I'm going to be in Collingwood. I'm going to be here. And I just kept writing in my journal. Like I'm so thankful for our cozy home in Collingwood. I'm so thankful for living near the mountains and the water. And I just, I felt as if I already had it and that it was going to happen. And I just, I just kept the faith that it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. And talked as if it was already mine and felt like it was already mine and I was already grateful for it even though I didn't have it yet and I know it sounds super woo-woo and crazy but honestly it's it's just you know it's just something that you have to do and if you think it's crazy like just try to me there's nothing to lose if you sound if you if you think that you sound crazy and you're whatever don't tell anyone you're doing it just do it on your own time it's just you and your journal and your thoughts and if you think you're crazy who cares? Like, just try it out. It's worth it. To me, it's like, it's free. It doesn't take much effort. You know, you can just add this in your day and just see what happens. It's just, it's honestly so awesome. But anyway, so that's how we manifested our home. We just, you know, we kept coming here and we kept talking about it. And I started vocally telling people about it. And I, and I would, you know, look at homes here and I would look at areas and I would look at shops and I would engage with them. I would follow their accounts. I would constantly be exposed to Collingwood somehow, whether it was I was going here, I was on Instagram, um, Facebook or whatever, looking at these businesses and photos and things like that or following people from this area. I would follow people and now some people that I follow from this area I'm now connected with and um, friends with, which is really amazing and so awesome. So Anyways, that was how we manifested Collingwood and my dream home by the water and by the mountains. And I, it still like blows my mind. And I'm so, so, so grateful because I, 
like I wanted this for so long and we have it now and I just I can't believe it I'm just like I have to pinch myself and remind myself that we're here and that like a year ago even even in March of this year I wouldn't have believed I would be here or have my first Christmas in Collingwood it's just wild I was walking with my mom and my sister on I think Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and she was like can like if you would have told if we would have been told that next year we would be spending Christmas in Collingwood would you have believed them and I said no definitely not because it was not even on our radar we thought we would buy a house in like two years or move from our area it seemed like such a big change and a big shift but it was just so perfect and everything lined up um it was tough but everything worked out which I'm so 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 grateful for um but yeah those are like the biggest things I manifested that I can think of oh um I also have the white my whiteboard so I'll make this super quick little story but Again, this kind of shows you how powerful this is. So I really wanted a whiteboard for my office because I thought it would be really great to just kind of write out like brainstorm ideas or write out like my my posting schedule or whatever it might be. So I would go and look at whiteboards whenever I went to Walmart or whatever Staples or whatever store that had them. So I would go and look in the area. I always look at the prices and I'd look at the sizes and I'd be like, okay, what do I want? Then I'd go on Amazon. I'd look at different ones, different online stores. And I just kept getting this feeling that's like, okay, wait. So I kept waiting, waiting, waiting. I keep looking at them and thinking about them um, and imagining where it would be in my office. And then Arthur, so Arthur works at the source and there he was working at Collingwood store in Wasega. The Wasega store just closed fairly recently and he was helping them close the store. So he was packing everything up and shipping it out to different stores and then getting rid of stuff that they didn't need. So they had an old whiteboard that was like covered in tape that was like lined um, as like a, a board for like each employee that had like their whatever their sales targets or stuff so he brought it home to me the one day and he's like here you go and it, he, he had the white er, uh, whiteboard eraser the spray all the markers and it was a really big whiteboard too like it literally is like the length of my desk so it's really big and really nice it's like probably a hundred dollar whiteboard or more with all the other stuff included too and I was just like blown away because I kept getting that like gut intuition saying like, don't buy one, don't buy one, just wait, just wait. And I just kept thinking about thinking about it. And then he comes home with it from the, from his store. So that one, some people might think that's just a coincidence or whatever, but um, I just kept getting that, that gut feeling that said, don't buy a whiteboard, don't buy a whiteboard, it's coming to you. And I got one. So anyways, that was a quick little story too that just happened fairly recently that I wanted to share. Um, but I wanted to dive into what I have been doing to manifest things, what I've been doing the last few years, things that have just become second nature to me, just become a habit that I don't even realize I'm doing. But when I've talked to a few other people, I tell, I'll tell them like, this is what I've done. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. Or, oh, I never thought to do that. And it's funny because I've just been doing it for so long that it doesn't seem like extra special. It's just like part of my daily routine. So I want to talk about it because I want all of you guys to do this too, because it's super amazing, super powerful. And I think with the new year, it's a perfect time to start doing these things and implementing them because what do we have to lose? Like, honestly, we're all at home for the most part, a lot more now. Um, we're not going out shopping. We're not going out, whatever it's we're in lockdown right now in Ontario until I think January 23rd, just before my birthday. So you know, as much as it sucks, I'm just like trying to make the best of it. And I'm like, I'm home more now. I'm, I was home a lot as it was before working from home, but there's literally no reason why we can't implement these habits and try these things because a lot of them are free. They're not going to cost you anything unless you want to get like a journal or something, um, and, or a cork board or whatever. But, um, yeah, I want you guys to try them. I really, really do. So first one that I think the first thing I think I ever, ever tried was vision boarding. So vision boarding, 
is something that I love and it's so cool too because I've taken pictures of vision boards or I'll save them. I'll Okay, so I'll make them on a corkboard, but I'll do, uh, I'll tape a bunch of white papers together so the whole background is white and then I'll just put the photos on top so I can easily take it off the corkboard and fold it up and put it away in like a filing cabinet. So I can look back at it years later if I want to or you can just take a photo of it and save it in your Google Photos or whatever so that you can go back to it. And it's so cool to look back and see what have you manifested, what do you now have that was on there. And it's freaky because like years later, you'll see that you have it. So it's crazy how some things manifest quite quickly, some things take time. Anyways, so vision boarding, I like to do physical ones just because I like physical things. I don't always like to look at screens to see things, but um, you can do a physical one or you can do it like on your phone screensaver, your your laptop screensaver, anything that you're looking at all the time because you really want your brain and you want to you want to see it constantly. So, I like the physical one though because I can put it in my bedroom and you really want to put it near your bed so it's a place where you're going to see it every single morning and every single night before you go to bed and before or after you wake up, sorry. So, the point of this is because is that your brain is and your mind is more open and receptive to things when you wake up and before you go to bed. So, having that there and that being the first and last thing that you see each day is so, so, so powerful because you're going to see these photos. You're going to see this life. You're going to see whatever it is on there that you want, words, phrases, material things, or just a feeling, whether the photo gives you a feeling. Um, And you're going to see that and you're going to constantly be absorbing that and focused on that. So I love vision boarding for that purpose. I always place it near my bed and I look at it every single day. But again, if you want to do it on your phone screensaver or computer, that's also a great option. I also love Pinterest, like I mentioned earlier, because Pinterest to me is like a big giant vision board. So you can create different boards. I love doing it because it just, I don't know, the photos are just so, so nice and they just make you feel high vibe and you just feel positive and happy and I don't know I love it so I have so many different boards I'll put my Pinterest down below because I just got really into it again but um yeah I like to have different boards for like the bathroom like bathroom renovations we're doing I like to have one for that I like to have like kitchen home bedroom um I had just made one for 2021 so like all kinds of phrases and images and things that I want this year how I want to feel how I want you know my house to look like you know, all these types of things, intentions I want to set, all that kind of stuff. So Pinterest is a really great thing. If you're going to get on any social media this year, I think Pinterest is a great one because it's, to me, it's very positive and you're just constantly um, focusing on what you want and what you love. So I like that. Um, daily gratitude practice is also a huge, huge one. Um, so daily gratitude practice, I think everyone should be implementing. So I like to write down three things I'm grateful for every single day. This has been a journaling th- prompt I've done for years now and I've been also trying to implement gratitude throughout the day so if I catch myself like saying oh I hate how small our pantry laundry room is because our laundry is in our pantry off our kitchen and I'll be like oh I hate how tight it is and I can't really move around well and like get the, the bin out But then I'll stop and say, you know what, I'm so grateful that I have laundry in our condo because I I would have to go to a laundromat and I can't even imagine going to a laundromat in a pandemic. So I try to shift little things like that or like I'm so grateful that it's working. I don't have to buy a new one. It's running. Things like that. I will try to shift and catch myself saying, um, of course, like it's fine to talk about things that are horrible and not great. Like we've had a really bad garbage situation at our condo and I complain and talk about that a lot. But um 
just trying to shift and like be grateful for different things. In those moments too, I'll say, oh, I'm so grateful that we have a garage though, because we have a garbage bin and we can, we can throw our garbage into the big garbage bin and wait to take it until it's like cleared out in there. It's not overflowing. Whereas some people who don't have a garage here aren't able to do that. So I, again, I try to just like catch myself, myself and shift a little bit. But of course, you know, sometimes it can become like a toxic positivity. So you have to be very careful with that line of where that is. But a lot of times I'll check in and I'll say, is this thought productive? Is this going to get me any further? Is this going to help the situation? Probably not. If I'm dwelling on negativity or if I'm complaining too much, it's not not serving me and it's not productive. It's not going to get me any closer to how I want to feel and, and the life that I want. So you can let yourself complain a little bit and you can let yourself feel that. But I think if you are intentional about how long you let yourself sit in that feeling or how long you let yourself dwell on it and complain, it's really, really powerful to be able to get yourself out of that. So daily gratitude practice changes everything because it takes you from a negative mindset to a positive, grateful, um, less of a scarcity mindset, but more of grateful for what you already have. And then also grateful for what you will have in the future. Like I said, I would be grateful for my home um, with Arthur and Collingwood by the water. And now we live across the highway from the water. So I think just being grateful for what you have and then being grateful for the future things that you will have or that you want is really, really powerful. Journaling, again, that's a whole thing. I think journaling and putting things out there and actually physically writing it. So I actually did this in my self-love accountability group and challenge. I got everyone the first day to set their intentions and to write out a letter that was like your ideal day. So writing out super super detailed like when you woke up how you woke up who you were with what you did each step of the day how you made your breakfast what you drank what you did who you saw what your work was like you know what car you drove you know what your house was like what it felt like where you're living all that kind of stuff super super detailed because you want to be very very specific with what you want and what you want your day to look like and then at, at that point too you can look at okay what does my day look like and what can I do now that will make me feel or get me closer to that day. So for me, I I wrote this in like May. So it'll be a year next year, next spring. So in mine, I wrote, for example, like I woke up in my king size bed with Arthur. And I actually have a king size bed now. My Nana switched beds with me, which was super random, but she wanted to switch from a queen to a king. So we gave her our queen. Again, probably, I guess I maybe manifested that too. I don't know. But um I said I woke up in my king size bed with Arthur and our, I think I said two dogs. Right now we only have one. So we'll see by next May if we have a second one. Um, but our two dogs, I woke up, went for a walk um, to, I said we lived on a property farmhouse. So I went and walked to get some fresh eggs from our chickens. Um, went inside, made us breakfast with all local organic foods, made, our, made us a coffee with organic coffee beans um and coconut milk or fresh cream or whatever and like super super specific stuff and I even use like what appliances we had and things like that and when you look at that you can say okay well what can I do now that's going to make me feel that way or what can I how can I change my day so I can implement some of these things I'm already doing because a lot of times you'll look back and say well I'm not even doing anything that I like is my ideal day like am I working out am I going for walks am I having a phone off in the morning no so I've really gotten into the habit of having my phone off in the morning until I'm finished my routine. I go for a morning walk every single day. Maybe I'm not walking to get fresh eggs for my chicken, but I'm walking around, you know, our neighborhood and getting out in nature. So 
it's just kind of adding in things that will make you have that same feeling, even though it's not, I'm not walking my property getting fresh eggs, but I'm walking outside in my neighborhood where there's lots of nature, lots of trees. It's really beautiful. So I think just making that shift of being aware of what you want and what your ideal day is and being really intentional with incorporating things even today that your future self will want for your ideal day. So I hope that that makes sense. But um, a big thing for me is just implementing things and habits. This kind of goes into my next point, but doing things and implementing habits in your day that make you feel abundant and that make you feel like your ideal day, your ideal future self. So for me, it's like, again, having my phone off until after I'm done my whole morning routine. For me, that feels very abundant because I'm not constantly responding to other people or reacting. I'm letting myself set my day up before I allow other people to come into it. So I do what I want to do first and I take my time doing that before I allow other people to revolve my day. Because if I turn my phone on first thing, I'm going to start answering messages. I'm going to start doing something. I'm going to start packing orders or whatever it might be. So turning my phone off in the morning until, or keeping it off, sorry, um, until I start my routine, having baths. I love having baths. It makes me feel so abundant and relaxed and, and happy. And this is like what I want in my future is to have baths all the time because they make me feel so good. So I have baths, daily walks, going out on walks without my phone, without any time or sense of urgency or having to rush back home. I love that because I want that kind of freedom in the future of not having to be on a strict schedule. Also not setting an alarm in the morning. I love having my day set up that I don't have to have an alarm to wake me up. I can wake up naturally. So just like little things like that, that you can implement throughout your day um, and start doing now because we want to start doing these things now because that will get us closer to ideally what we want in the future. So that's one thing that I love is just implementing habits that make me feel abundant, that make me feel like I'm getting closer to my ideal day, my ideal future and what I want. So those are my biggest tips. And then I also have some books and resources and things that I love. So the first book I ever wrote on Law of Attraction was actually called E Squared by Pam Grout. And I actually never read or watched The Secret. I know that's like the Law of Attraction, like beginner spot, which everyone reads and watch, watches first. But I actually never um, was into it. I never felt drawn or attracted to do it. So I just didn't. Um, but yeah, E Squared. I love Gabby Bernstein as well. I love Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton, their work on epigenetics and the power of the mind and how, you know, your mind can heal you. Your mind can also make you sick and you can attract what you want in life because everything is energy and you can attract and you can have the life that you want. You need to just align with it and be very intentional with what you want and make sure it is truly what you want and not what somebody else wants or what you think you should have because then that won't come to you because it's not meant for you um, and also being careful with what you ask for that's another thing um, another book I'm loving and I'm actually reading it again for the second time this week is Ask and it is given by Jerry and Esther Hicks I loved the book so I bought it a, a while ago I want to say a year or two ago and I never got into it when I first bought it and then I read it I think it was this past summer and I loved it. I really, really got into it. So I'm going to reread it again just to get me inspired for the new year. But um, they had some really good tips in there and really great activities. And I just really liked how they educated and the structure of their book. So those are some of my favorites. But I will say one last thing too. 
So be very careful what you wish for and what you ask for because like you can attract things that you want. You can also attract things unintentionally that you may not want or may not be ready for right now or whatever it might be. So for example, you could you could be constantly saying, oh, I hate my job. I hate this. I hate my coworkers. I don't like my boss. You know, I really want to work for myself. I don't want to have to work for somebody else. And this was something I would say all the time when I was working for other people. So last year, last spring, I was working at a clinic and it abruptly closed down. It was very, very fast. I lost my job very quick right before my Europe trip. Um, and it was not great. And, but that whole time I was like, I really don't think I can like work for myself and be inspired to work on myself and in my business while I'm running, helping run another business and and putting a lot of my energy and time into that too. It just was too draining for me. And then I was also helping someone else, um, start up their business, doing their social media. And I just was like, I can't run this many social medias. It's super overwhelming. I just wanted to focus on myself and do my own thing. And that business ended up getting sold or it went under and, it's really funny how you will put out something that you maybe aren't happy with right now or that you unintentionally want. Like you would be so happy if your job was gone tomorrow, but maybe you're not theoretically ready for that, but you just keep thinking about it and focusing on, oh, I want to be my own boss. I want to work for myself. I don't want to have this job. Well, guess what? The universe will provide that for you. If you are like wanting to work for yourself, you're wanting to take that step, you want to go all in, you don't want to have different side jobs and side hustles going on, the universe can make that happen. So if you're unintentionally asking for that, it can happen without you realizing. And so that happened to me twice. And it was just like, okay, I'm getting a push from the universe to go full on with my business. Um, whether I'm ready or not, I'm asking for it. And I do want it I'm the way with, with the way I'm speaking, the way I'm talking about it. So just be very careful with what you wish for and what you ask for because the universe will always provide things in different ways um, or give you what you want. Um, but... I will say like if something is meant for you, it will always come back to you. It will it will somehow find its way back to you. So that's a really good thing that I like to think of because sometimes people can get overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, like what if I push something away that's meant for me or what if that doesn't, what if I'm not doing what's aligned for me or what I, I should be doing or I don't know what I want in life. Things will always come back to you if you, it's meant for you and I really don't think you can mess that up. So that is my last really big point about manifesting and law of attraction. Um, yeah, I hope that you guys liked this episode. I hope that it was helpful and got you inspired to manifest, um, and get started on your own journey. So my little task for you guys, if you are listening to this podcast is to start your vision board, go on Pinterest, go on wherever, get some photos, get a magazine, cut it out, print it out and make a vision board or make one on your computer or your phone. And Look at it every single day and then journal and do that little activity of creating your ideal day of what it would look like for you, what you love and be really intentional and and find yourself being more grateful for things and what you have and what you will have in the future too. Those are so, so, so powerful and probably the biggest things that have got me through some of the worst times of my life and made me think to the future and, you know, I... I always love to say like the best is yet to come and more is coming and everything's going to be provided for myself. I think if you can start putting in those positive affirmations and positive mindsets and and moments of time where you can just focus on that, it's going to be huge. And I actually have that by my front door. I have a sign that says the best is yet to come because I just like that reminder constantly that yes, the best is yet to come. More good things are happening. You know, this isn't all that's going to happen for me in my life. Like more is coming. So 
I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I'm going to have all of the links down below for all the books and people and things like that that I recommended. Um, I also have some other people on Instagram and YouTube that I like to watch. I love PB Bunny 97 Paulina Baragova, um, Marissa Lace. Um, I mentioned Gabby Bernstein, Dr. Joe Spenza, but I'll have all of them linked below because I love them all and I've gotten different inspiration from each of them in different ways. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you're listening, definitely take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. Let me know if you're listening and what you liked about it and what you're going to try to implement this year. If you have any other tips and things that you like to do for manifesting, also like let us know and we'd love to try them out too. Anyways, thank you guys so much. I hope that you have a great holiday. Enjoy the holiday season and a happy new year. This is our final episode of 2020, which is just wild, but we will be back next week for our first episode of 2021. So take care and we'll talk with you guys later.